In today's episode, I'm going to be discussing the difference between intrinsic and extrinsic motivation and how one of these different types of motivation is the key to long-term success. However, the way that most people approach motivation is incorrect and only leads to short-term results. This form of motivation is the reason why you might actually hit your weight loss goal, but then as soon as you hit that goal, you lose motivation, you return back to your existing behavior, and the weight comes back on. I'll also be giving you my top tips on how to stay motivated so you ensure long-term fat loss success. How do you create a life that allows you to lose weight, eat the foods that you love, and sustain the results? Over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of people do exactly that. I'm Max Lowry. I'm an author, personal trainer, and weight loss coach. In this podcast, I'm going to share my top tips and tricks from within my one-on-one coaching program. It's my goal to give you the tools and understanding so that you never diet again. Extrinsic versus intrinsic motivation. Before we go any further, what is motivation? It's basically a reason or reasons for acting or behaving in a particular way. So obviously in relation to this group, my Live360 program, you know, what are your motivation? What is your motivation for joining the program, wanting to lose weight, wanting to improve your fitness, your health, your relationship with food, right? So understanding what those reasons are is important. What is the actual difference between intrinsic and extrinsic? Okay, so let's go into a bit more detail about what this means. So intrinsic motivation, usually you're doing because of an interest and enjoyment of the task itself. It comes from within, hence the name intrinsic. It's often done, you know, you're motivated to incorporate something because you enjoy it. You're motivated because it gives you a sense of purpose. You're motivated because you are growing as a person. You're becoming the best version of yourself. You're motivated because it's your passion. You know, maybe eating healthier and getting fitter has become your passion. That's basically what happened with me. You know, I went from working in finance, taking a lot of drugs, going out and partying all the time. Don't get me wrong, I had a lot of fun. But shifting into who I am today, where fitness, being healthy, helping others has become my passion. And I'm motivated by that. Uh, but also it can become a form of self-expression. You can be motivated by this becoming a part of your identity, becoming a part of who you are, and you want to let people know that this is you. Uh, but also you actually enjoy the process. You, okay, you find the, the principle, the method, the process enjoyable. It's fun. And that is really, really important. So you kind of, the motivation to do something comes from within, right? You're doing it for the sake of doing it. You're doing it because you enjoy the process. Then we have extrinsic, usually motivated by the outcome that will result by doing the task. So you are motivated by fat loss. You are motivated by losing dress sizes. You're motivated by getting fitter. You're motivated by hitting your target weight. Uh, you're motivated by, because you want to impress others, right? So those are kind of the differences. Extrinsic essentially comes from external motivated other people a specific outcome a goal you know that kind of weight that you said that you need to be losing dress sizes fitting into your dress sizes you know lifting heavier weights whatever it is they are extrinsic they come from external whereas intrinsic come from within right that's basically the difference between the two so you're probably wondering 
you know, which is more important for fat loss, right? So let's discuss the pros and the cons. So for intrinsic motivation, there are quite a few pros, okay? But usually intrinsic motivation is better for getting long-term results, okay? Because if you are motivated from within, if you're not dependent on external motivators, if you're not dependent on that number on the scale moving week on week, which many of you understand that doesn't happen, fat loss isn't linear, you know, when it comes from within, you're much more likely to make this a way of life. You're much more likely to get long-term results. And really, I try and help my clients shift into that intrinsic mindset. You know, once you are kind of focusing on enjoying the process, you know, you actually teach yourself to enjoy the process rather than punishing yourself in the gym or whatever it is, you know, you enjoy the process of being active. You enjoy the process of eating healthier. It's incredibly powerful. You know, usually intrinsic motivators mean that whatever you're incorporating becomes a way of life rather than just something you're doing in the short term to get results. Having intrinsic motivation and focusing on intrinsic motivators can actually improve your relationship with yourself. Like I said earlier, rather than punishing yourself because you're not happy with who you are and how you look, you are exercise and, and healthy eating becomes a form of self-love. You're doing it because you love yourself, not because you hate yourself. And that, of course, is really beneficial for mental health and in turn, physical health. You know, it becomes a thing of self-love and self-care. It's more sustainable, you know, focusing on these ways, enjoying the process, you know, doing it because you love yourself rather than you hate yourself. It means that it becomes a sustainable way of life. The issue with intrinsic motivation is that it's very difficult to do at the start of your journey. Okay. So if I was to kind of suddenly turn around to all my clients right at the beginning of their journey, or even in the five-day challenge and say, you know, these are the things you need to focus on. It's very difficult to get yourself into that mindset at the very beginning. Those are kind of the pros and cons of intrinsic motivation. But on the whole, I'm trying to shift my clients into more intrinsic motivation. Then we have extrinsic motivation. What are the benefits? It can be a very powerful motivator to get started. Okay, that is true. You can use extrinsic motivator to get started. You know, you're really unhappy with your situation. Other people are saying things to you. Your health is being, you know, the number on the scale has been giving you grief, right? That can be really, really beneficial at the start. And it can be used to get fast results. Okay. But actually, really, with my clients, the more gradual the progress, the better. If you're getting extreme fast results, it implies you're doing something extreme, which means you're not going to be able to sustain it. Right. So those are kind of the two benefits of extrinsic motivation. And of course, you've got the, the, the negatives. You know, it's short term most of the time. You can't always depend on external motivators to keep you going because there's going to be peaks and troughs. That's where yo-yo diets come in. You know, you come in and out of being motivated or not. It's usually fueled by willpower. Anyone, anyone that has been through the five-day challenge, you want to understand that you do not want to depend on willpower, okay? You don't want to depend on willpower. Ideally, what you're going to do is going to become automatic, routine, habit, a part of who you are. So you're not having to use willpower just to get up in the morning and go do some exercise. You're not having to force yourself you know, to eat healthily all the time. But you know, fundamentally, extrinsic motivation is dependent on external influences. And those external influences are not always going to be there. I sh this should say unenjoyable. But often doing these things for a negative, you're doing it to punish yourself rather than because you love yourself and it's a form of self-love and a form of self-care. 
Really quick one for me, guys. I don't run ads on this podcast, and I do aim to give you as many high-value tips and tricks as I can for free. All I ask in return is that you help me spread the word. That way, I can help as many people as I can to never die again. The way to do that is to rate, review, and share this podcast. A review will only take 30 seconds, but it would mean the world to me. But more importantly, it could help change the life of someone else. So which is more important for fat loss? So really a combination of both can be effective. Use extrinsic motivation to get yourself started. You know, extrinsic motivation through those through the five-day challenge. Once you kind of get yourself into this group or into any of my programs, you do want to kind of shift into that intrinsic motivator. I've had quite a few emails in the past two weeks talking about how people are not feeling motivated because the number on the scales haven't moved this week. Okay. If you are in that mindset right here, right now, if you're only eating healthier and being more active because of the reward of losing weight, you are far less likely to get those long-term results because the number on the scale is affected by many, many different variables. And you could be doing everything right in inverted commas, and it won't do what you think it should. If you're weighing yourself every single day, you're only doing these things to see a shift on the number on the scale. Of course, when that shift doesn't happen, you're going to be less motivated to go and do all those things. Shifting into intrinsic motivation once you get going will mean that you're far more likely to get long-term results. So how do you become more intrinsically motivated? Really, the, a big thing that I focus on with my clients on the Live360 program is being very clear on why they are doing this. When I say why, they're going to say, you know, initially a lot of them say fat loss. I want to lose weight. Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to get fitter? Understanding exactly why and what that means to you is incredibly important. You know, why do you want to lose weight, get fitter, improve your relationship with food? Really think about what it means to you. What does it mean to you to achieve these things? Okay, and it's got to be personal to you. It can't be extrinsic. It can't be, oh, because my husband isn't happy with how I look or people at work are saying things or whatever it might be, right? It's got to be specific and personal to you. So once you kind of understand why you want to do these things and you're very clear, you know, for example, you know, rather than, oh, I, I'm, I'm doing this because I want to lose weight. You're doing this because you have been successful in every aspect of your life, but you haven't managed to get control of this. And now you really want to get control of this because it's going to be final piece of that jigsaw puzzle in your, in your whole life. You know, or maybe you felt out of control with, you know, food for a very long time and you want to improve that. You know, maybe you are not the best version of yourself and you're very aware of that. Maybe you're feeling guilty on a day-to-day basis. You're feeling a bit of anxiety about food. You know, you're, you're going round and round in circles in your head about what foods you should and shouldn't be eating. And this is affecting your mental health. This is affecting your happiness. This is affecting your confidence. Okay, so really understanding why and how these things are affecting you, why you want to do these things is incredibly important. And then you kind of shift your mindset, right? So focus on all the different ways in which you are progressing. Okay, so rather than focusing on, you know, just that number on the scale, you're focusing on how you feel. How is getting out and doing 10,000 steps per day making you feel? How is eating nutrient-dense foods making you feel? How is being active and exercising making you feel? You know, once you've kind of focused and shifted the mindset, it, become, it needs to become a part of your identity. It needs to become a part of who you are. Anyone that is wondering what the hell I'm talking about by identity, make sure you go check out the little video that I did on identity-based habits. But really, 
eating healthier, being active needs to become who you are. It needs to become a fundamental part of your identity or you are far less likely to get long-term results. Again, in my example, at one point, my identity was party boy. People literally used to call me party boy. I do nothing in half measures, as you may have noticed from some of the things I do on mountains. You know, I don't just enjoy walking. I'm going to go on a five-day, multi-day hike. I'm going to go climb in, you know, insane mountains. All right? It's the same with the drugs and alcohol and partying. I did nothing in half measures. Right? And that was part of my identity. And until I shifted my identity into who I am today, it was very difficult to get out of that mindset, out of those habits, out of those behaviors. But also incorporate things you actually enjoy doing. You know, if you don't enjoy running, don't run. If you don't enjoy going to the gym, don't go to the gym. If you enjoy playing badminton, go play badminton. If you enjoy tennis, once you actually start to do things because they are fun, once you start to be active because they are fun and you enjoy them, then it becomes a way of life. And then finally, you know, hack your environment. Surround yourself with people where your desired behavior or your desired outcome is the social norm. For example, if you have lots of friends who the normal thing for them to do on the weekend is just go to the pub or just go to restaurants and not do anything active. I'm not saying don't hang out with those friends, but I'm saying potentially join a local walking club, join a local running club, join a local club, surround yourself where, with people where uh, being active on the weekend is normal. And then you can maybe go and meet those other th- friends for dinner in the evening once you've done those other things, all right? So hacking your environment, understanding who you're spending your time with is incredibly important. Be the leader as well. You know, maybe some of your friends want to get fitter and healthier, but they don't know how to do it. Start to be the leader. All right. That can be incredibly powerful. It can be a very difficult thing to do, especially if, you know, your friends and family are trying to hold you down in a lot of ways. They can be defensive. They can sometimes be very unsupportive when you try and change your life. But if you are the leader and you go and do these things anyway, because of how it makes you feel, you lead by example. Everyone around you is far more likely to then jump on that bandwagon. That is the difference between intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation. It's going to be a very difficult thing for you to shift. It can be very difficult, especially if you spent your entire life obsessing over the number on the scale. Right? This is why I have a Live360 program. It really does take quite a lot of accountability and support to get yourself out of that mindset. You know, long-term fat loss, long-term change is more than just you know, a recipe book and eat less and do more. Okay. There's a whole host of psychological things that need to happen in order for you to get long-term results. And that can be very, very difficult to do by yourself, right? So this is why I have a pretty full-on comprehensive coaching program. And this is why we get such good results because we focus a lot on this kind of thing. If you would like to go deeper into any of the topics of this podcast and learn the exact same step-by-step system, which I use with my coaching clients, then make sure you check out my free definitive guide to fat loss. It will teach you everything you need to know to lose weight, sustain the results and live life to the full. It's linked below in the notes beneath this podcast.